You are listening to Thursday Nights Season 4, Episode 130. fifth dimensional floor of Humphrey Dumfries Wizard Tower. The facets of fate, although only only some facets of the facets of fate uh, here, uh, have located a ritual chamber and have for the time being stopped their assault against the ghosts instead trying to incapacitate or otherwise contain them while they work to figure out what is going on here. Two ghosts are here on the fifth dimensional floor. I just came up with that. I'll call them dimensional floors. Uh, I like it. So uh, on the fifth dimensional floor, uh, two have been killed earlier in the fight and one is... (laughs) Uh, presently unaccounted for, I believe. Correct me if yes, we haven't seen. We haven't yeah. seen all five. And uh, the pressure is on, and one three six nine is next to act. With to paint the scene a little bit more, I suppose we have um. Uh, red circle. Quillet is uh, in in the process of finishing up a magic circle to contain one of the ghosts and potentially hold back the wide-eyed Wiggly ghost that is uh, kind of stuck in the hallway behind the magic circle. Anga has entered the ritual chamber to take a peek in there. Um, and, and the proton pack and the corpse is in here? Yes. Can we get a mark should, or something for we that? We should put a corpse in there, yeah. Good, good call. I'll, uh, I'll work on someone. And, and everyone is currently on five, so we have doorways that go to here. Casual Drewston and can be the dead body. Yeah, I think uh, we have a door open to four, and uh, and to one over here. Yeah, so one is open and to four is also open. Yes. Casual Drewston. <laughs> Okay, one three six nine. What do you do? One three six nine looks to uh, Drustin and says, "How may I be of assistance?" And looks uh, and says, "There is a ghost coming from the fourth floor. There is another in a circle." Got what, the proton- uh, what, what do we have the name of the the phase beam thing? What was it called? Almost uh, yes, in uh, his notes. Thank yeah. you. <clears throat> get my notes opened. I just realized I didn't have it running. Loading, loading, loading. Almost done. It was called. Uh, well, m- move, move on with your thing. I'll get the name for it in a second. Oh, I'm get the get uh, the wizard. Dumfries device off his body. I feel we have to use it to reconstitute the spirit. And if I'm remembering correct, the note said that we had to use the proton pack to capture the five 
spirits. Was that right? Uh, it's called the Spectre Ray. Spectre Ray. Right. Right. We had to. The note said we had to use it to capture the five spirits. Does that sound right? It Ray? said. Uh, it said that you need to. Um, I'm uh, wrapping wrapping my head around it. Uh, oh it yeah, was, <laughs> you didn't have written that. Yeah, that that was part of the problem. Yeah, it was. Uh, <clears throat> you need to get the four fragments all uh, together using the specter ray. That is cool. what it said. Yeah, I'll get the specter ray. See if you can uh, figure it out. I will try. Uh, so it goes 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. This is the body. Yep. And one, three, six, nine attempts to pull the thing off of him. Any challenge with that? Or uh, no, no, it's just a, object? it's just a little backpack fastened by a couple of straps, and uh, the body is old and decaying, and uh, the bones, one of the one of the arm bones snaps as you just pull the uh, pull the strap off easily. Is one three six nine ginger with the body? Um, it is yes. The one three six nine is careful with the body. Then there's a little uh, bit of like a popping noise, like something cracking as he does it, just because of how yeah. uh, how fragile it is. But he's careful to get it off and keep keep the body sort of respected. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can interact with an object. You got it. Cool. Uh, so that was what. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, so we'll go 40, 45, uh, spend a key point to dash, and then 50, 55, 60, 65, 70. I have the proton pack, or the device. Spectrum ray. I have the spectrum ray. Well done. Spectre. What should I do now? Do you have more actions? Dash. Yeah. No, that was a bonus. That was, I used a key point oh, to dash nice. as a bonus action. Oh, oh cool. Can, can you figure out how it works? I will try. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, one through six nine is a, for all intents and purposes, a magical construct. But that doesn't necessarily mean, like, it knows how it's made. Like, I'm a human. I couldn't make a brain. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Uh, uh, But it tries. It it takes a look at this thing, and I don't know. Is there obvious switches, buttons? Yeah, there's... um... There's a mechanism. Uh, uh, there's a mechanism on the side uh, that can be depressed. A button, if you will, a lever, a small lever. One three six nine points the stick end of it at the ghost and pushes a button. The one in the circle. Sure. Actually, he tries to get a nice line with the one in the circle and the one behind it because it doesn't know how this works. Ah. If you can get two for one. Okay. In that case, in that case, 
Uh, you are going to roll a... Uh, uh, in order to get it, it is a... I'm trying to find the right skill for this. It's about aim, so that would be... I mean, it'd essentially be a dexterity... But acrobatics wouldn't be for throwing something, right? A ranged attack roll? Yeah, that's basically what it is. We're talking about a... Uh, well, what it's going to be is it's a dexterity skill check. Okay. Um, and... Uh, Do I get not proficient with the No team. one will have proficiency with this thing. Okay. Works for me. So I'm just rolling my dex bonus. Yes. Cool. Works for me. So I think that is a four. Um... Da, 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 da. Cool. And this is... Is this like an attack? I attack no, twice it is a... Attack, or is it just like an action thing? It's an action. It is a, it's a skill check. Okay. okay. Or it's an ability check, technically, is what they are called. Ability check, yeah. yes. All skill checks are. Uh, oh, that was so eight. close to the 19 so and grand one. total of eight. Grand total of eight. You all hear a thrum noise. A as a beam of energy arcing uh, wildly and, uh, and, and curving and snaking through the room moves past both ghosts, slams into the books behind them as a fire bursts out from where it struck the wall. Uh, it missed the ghosts and, uh, uh, and the lever resets, uh, perhaps not clear, uh, if it is intended to reset or if it was partly panic from the effect, but the, uh, the, the shot goes wide and the ghosts go. One, two, six, nine says to Drusen and says, it appears to operate via this button. Uh, and just keep in mind, I have a portent of 12 and a portent of 7 for anybody who wants it for the future. I don't mm. think 1369, I don't imagine it put on the pack. It's sort of holding the pack in one yeah. arm and the wand okay. in the other, much like one would hold a like a bottle a, of Roundup a, a and a sprayer. hand sprayer. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's a pressure <laughs> sprayer. <laughs> All righty. Round up those ghosts. Oh, good. Fire. Excellent. Thank you, uh, whoever's doing that. Dan. Um, Art. One through six nine looks around and says, would anyone else like to try? <laughs> and it is Oilvane up next. Oilvane says, hand it over. <laughs> hand it over. I mean, I'm right next to you. Easily done. Oilvane's going to step up. One. Two hands. Get him. He lugs it and uh, it's going to make his roll. What is he trying to do? Oh, he's trying to. Is he trying to shoot it at the coast? Isn't that kind of a. Uh, I don't think Oil Lane really good. knows. <laughs> Does Kevin know? Okay, Kevin does not know what to do with this. Thing. So what? Is, what is Oil Vane doing? He uh, doesn't know because do exact... this is a strange thing. That makes sense. But he's... he's gonna. He's gonna grab it. He's gonna try to do what he saw one three six nine do. But he's gonna and he's gonna point it at. Uh, which one were you aiming at, Sam? Uh, I was trying to get them both in a line, but the circle is the closest one. So yeah, that one, I guess. Yeah. He'll try to go for the one in the circle. All right. Um. 
Take same. Do you want to ready an action and I could help you aim with a help action? Then uh, you'd get advantage since you can help on ability checks. So would I ready until you... You would ready, ready until I... Until you cast your help thing? Until I use the help action. Can help? Okay. Give you Okay, because yeah. it's an ability check. Ready triggers yeah. aren't, aren't mechanically yeah. restricted. You can ready against yeah. any conceptual. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You don't that have works. to. Right it works. Yeah. So what? Right, uh, to give it a little yeah, flare, you could say he takes yeah, aim and waits. Says, for... Hold on, oil vein. Oh, let me help you. Oil vein looks over towards Justin. You have not done how to use this thing. Oh, I could help you. All right. Together, we may be able to aim more carefully than a loon. All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, so then if you're going to my turn, which is next. Ooh, could we perhaps take into account the one ghost in the circle is maybe easier to hit? Yes. For some reason? He is uh, currently well, restrained. Ah, oh. He is? It does make it easier. Well, he's restrained himself, but yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then never no, mind. I... You'd have advantage against that ghost anyways. So, uh, you don't have advantage for skill checks. Oh, skill checks. You're absolutely right. Never mind. But there's th- I'm factoring in. Over. I am Just factoring in the yeah. fact that he is. Uh... And he is going to use uh, the help action <laughs> with disability check. Uh, visually, what he's going to use is his Control Flames cantrip, which can change the color or make shapes appear in flames. So what he does is, using some calculations and standing behind oil vein here, he makes the uh, a certain like little circle of flames, or like three little circles of flames glow green against the wall, and then they start to come closer together. And he says, aim for the green circle uh, so that he can kind of aim through the ghosts. Make it easier. Whatever you say, Justin. He aims at the circle. Now you have advantage. Alrighty. What was the roll again? So I have two... Dexterity. Yeah, it's a dexterity um, ability check. Without proficiency. Without proficiency. Okay. Because none of us are trained on the the name of the thing, which gotcha. I forgot. Specter Ray. The Specter Ray. Got a plus three. All right. Oh. So I got a thirteen oh. and a seven. Thirteen's oh. pretty good. Yeah, thirteen plus three. I got a sixteen. A sixteen. That. Uh... So. <laughs> As Oilvane takes aim with Drustin's assistance, again, a noise comes out from, uh, from this device as an arcing, uh, uh, an arcing beam shoots out, waggles through the air, and strikes the ghost direct on. And as it hits the ghost, you see the beam, uh, the beam hits the aura of the ghost around it, and this energy uh, swirls all around. And uh, immediately, the restraint, the restraints of this ghost, its own restraints. If you remember, it's uh, 
its fingers had shot out to the walls. They get, uh, they get pulled back from the walls as the entire ghost is sort of slammed inwards uh, as Ooh. if its body is pressed in tight as it struggles mid-air, wiggling its body, trying to move. It appears to be bound tight by this energy. Oil vein can feel in the handle, uh, uh, in the handle of this specter ray, the, it pulling against it like a like a fisher, like a fisherman uh, pulling against a mighty, a mighty Lunker. bass. <laughs> I don't know fishing terms or words or anything about like like a swordfish or something. Ghost marlin. <laughs> A ghost marlin, uh, and so it uh, it's it's pulling back, and you can uh, and you can feel it trying to get yanked out of your arms as oil vein holds tight. Right, and that's gonna be my whole action as well. Uh, theoretical reconstitution. I see you're carrying it with you. It's not like currently yeah. floating around or anything, though. Just to clarify. Oh, it isn't. I thought it was. No, I mean it's a bound. No, it has been bound. It's bound Justin to shut. Created a book belt, a book cool. strap. Sounds yeah. good. So it is not currently flapping. Excellent. It's quite violent. Right. If it uh, if it's allowed to flap currently, it will bite you and harm you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's that's its current disposition. <laughs> All right. Q's next. Airjaw on deck. So you will. Finish his magic circle. Um, now, does it take this turn, or is it at the beginning of his turn? I think this is the end of his turn that will complete that ritual, is what makes sense. Um, by the strict mechanics, it would use up his turn, but um, I didn't like the idea that using magic circles, like now multiple rounds of combat, you're basically just doing nothing. So let's call it done at I the mean, beginning of your turn. I mean, it's normally an out-of-combat thing. It's <laughs> normally an out-of-combat thing. So let's say you finish it up at the beginning of this turn. You can still act. Okay. Rule let's... of cool. We don't want Quillet yeah. to be remembered as the guy who drew the whole combat. That's right. Um, that works. So that as the circle finishes... You see, kind of like I a do duck. need to know the effect of the circle because I need to sure. I need to adjudicate it against this uh, specter ray. That. Yes, ray. of course. So, so you, you could go ahead and give it a description if you want, or we could wait to figure out what the effect here is, and then. Um, do you, I, 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 let me let me just share the mechanics. I like that. So I like that. Yeah, that will help. Okay, so the mechanics of the circle are. Um, so the way they do it is. It's a circle that protects you from things outside of it. And then it says it also works the other way. So mm -hmm. this is the reverse. So creatures can't willingly exit the cylinder by non-magical means. If the creature ties to use teleportation, interplanar travel, it must uh, succeed on a charisma saving throw first. Okay. The creature has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets outside the cylinder. And targets with targets outside the cylinder can't be charmed frightened or possessed by the creature interesting it doesn't stop attacks it's just harder to attack from it so it's not a it is not a hard wall this is a it's a suppression yeah, exactly more than a, it can't more than it a, can't leave but it has disadvantage okay exactly. and then in that case because uh, i was trying to figure out if it would cut off the beam uh, uh which yeah. I, I would say it does not um yeah 
oil vein feels oil vein feels it in uh, in his hands uh, holding this device when the circle completes there is a notable uh, there's a notable kind of change and almost a little struggling against that energy forming but the beam stays held onto the target chaotic and wobbling around and what you see is like this circle kind of a a, a, a an unsettlingly perfect circle forms as a small kind of rift uh, opens in the floor and traces out this this 10 foot uh, diameter uh, radius, 10 foot radius sphere around the ghost and it's kind of a, a, a fissure down into deep blackness and kind of shadowy misty flames begin to lick up uh, from from within this fissure and kind of dissipate you know, some 10 or 15 feet above above the the exit, and uh, there's just there's this kind of containing force that comes with the these these kind of sh- shadow the shadowy shroud leaking up from somewhere beneath. Uh, and uh, goes, yes, excellent, panting a little bit, and says, now to to speak with the wizard, and he will go over here. One, two, three, four, five, and cast Speak with the Dead on the corpse of, uh, of Humphrey. Um, would you like some mechanics on that? Yes. This is one action. It lasts 10 minutes. Uh, you grant the semblance of life and intelligence to a corpse of your choice within range allowing it to answer the questions you pose. The corpse must have a mouth and can't be undead. The spell fails if the corpse was the target of the spell within the last 10 days. And until the spell ends, you can ask the corpse up to five questions. The corpse only knows what it knows in life. So I can't give it like an update and be like, hey, look what we just did. What do you think of that? Because you're not talking to the spirit. You're actually talking to like the dead flesh. The, yeah, it's, it's so not there. It's, you are essentially refilling it with its animating spirit. Yeah, there, okay. The cosmology of D&D is weird. Yeah, yeah, and there was a note in there. Cannot be, does not work on an undead corpse. Yes, does not work on any any undead creature. So like a zombie or a vampire. Right. right. Or a ghost. Like he couldn't cast Speak with the Dead on one of these ghosts if they were undead. Why do you think um, Sam knows so, so much answers, about talking to the dead? are usually brief, cryptic, or repetitive, and the corpse is under no compulsion to offer a truthful answer. If you are hostile to it, or if it recognizes you as an enemy, the spell doesn't return the creature's soul to the body, only its animating spirit, whatever that means. So no soul, just an animating spirit. I feel like we're getting a little scriptural here. Yeah, Not uh, my obviously. Intention. Not yeah, my intent. Spirits. Souls, I have not even close to the same thing. <laughs> God, uh, the, the corpse can't learn new information, doesn't comprehend anything that has happened since it died, can't speculate about future events either. That's why Quellet is the remembrance of Rebels Left, not the, you know, the Oracle. Futurist. Is this the main service that Quellet provides? He is specifically trained in all of these persuasive charismatic events specifically to use speaking to these dead bodies on behalf of himself and others and to seek the truthful information that is not guaranteed when he asks these questions. He's not a persuader of humans. He's a persuader of the dead. Uh, Where did you bury your money? 
Yeah, he's gotcha. highly trained. But, that's like he his, a, but that yeah. is his trade skill is specifically speaking to the dead, not summoning dead spirits and speaking to them and what's your unfinished business, which he has obviously experience with, but his, his wheelhouse, his main trade skill is this. We're seeing this it. This is it. Yeah, I mean, he's here to provide kind of provide uh, Describe. relief to those who, who who need to speak with those dead about the past events um, and and get information yeah so describe um, what it is like for Quillet and for anyone observing this when he when he does this this uh, animating spirit that he returns to the body not a soul uh how does he how does he channel that how does he make that happen and i'll play off of that essentially describe how it normally works so uh, i'll I'll describe how what typically happens not what he's doing right now just to be clear is that what you're asking for what he typically does not what he's currently doing yeah describe what he typically does typically in terms of narrative what happens in he he has taken off his Holocaust cloak. He is now revealing more of the tattoos on his body, specific ones, which activate with a shadowy magic. And then very calmly, very peacefully, he reaches out and takes the hand of this dead corpse. And there is kind of an, an activation of energy as you see some of that, 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 that kind of shadowy essence kind of flow into the corpse. And then simply just helps, like, like a, a, a nurse in a convalescent home might help a patient. There's helps this corpse very gently to to its feet to begin a conversation this is a very kind of a a, a caring act as you would see it with these strange unusual kind of shadowy effects at play that involve kind of symbols and uh you know and 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 the demeanor and the demeanor you see in in Quella's face is one of calm and welcome okay All right, I'm I'm pondering for a moment because the manner of Humphrey's death is unusual, and so I'm trying to understand Please. how the spell would interact with that. But I'm I'm really getting the feeling that this spell is mostly unaffected by the manner of death because you're mm-hmm. you're just you're speaking to the to the flesh. You're speaking to it the moment before it died, essentially. So so even if it died in a in a in a very unusual or artistically interesting way. You the soul of the soul. Potentially, this would be completely unaffected, um, which is what I'm leaning towards here. So, uh, yeah, as uh, as Quillet does this, Holocaust coat dropped to the ground, and and the uh, and those magical energies flowing in, he finds that. There's always varying degrees of how easy it is for a particular corpse to be animated in this fashion, right? Some, it's just like like they were made for it. Just pop right up, chatterboxes. Others, a little harder to get it. This is on the harder side, on the much harder side. There's a, de- mm. like, perhaps he's moving in with urgency, but he immediately, having done this so many times, he immediately recognizes this as a situation that requires like deep breath calm down like just center yourself even more so in this moment 
because Low like smooth, smooth this is going to be one that's this is going to be one that requires like a, a delicate aim there. Uh, but it works, and so the corpse itself animates. Um, there is no discussion of whether or not it animates. How does it or normally not. work for Q? How does his magic work? Uh, yeah. So uh, in terms, yeah, what I described, he, he literally helps oh, sorry, the corpse with its feet. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Right. Yeah, he just it, it very, very gently and kind of supportively brings this corpse to its feet to have a conversation. Um, All right. Speak living to dead. You know, straight up. It. He. Gets up. With Quillet's help. The and body looks, is still gross looking, right? Yeah, it is still a decomposed body. Quellet is unfazed by the sight or the smell and simply says, uh, is, uh, is this Humphrey Dumfries? That is his oh. first question, by the way. Is this Humphrey Dumfrey? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first question is always to identify who you're speaking with. This is the wizard Dumfrey, the one and only master of the arcane, discoverer of secrets. He bows and he graciously. Like looks around at this place too. He uh, bows graciously. Says, he says, "It is my pleasure. I'm Quellet Frid." He says, I would like to talk to you about your death. How? Not a death. Um, I didn't. I didn't die. That's impossible. I I have laid all the precautions. Can you share with me your precautions? The spirits are all arranged. I have done all of the calculations. I... uh, The hosts are ready for the splitting and everything will work perfectly. I am the great wizard Dumfrey. Nothing is left to chance. Well, it takes a bit of a serious kind of tone, you know. Got, let's get real here, Humphreys, he says. Humphreys, you were supposed to tell one six, uh, 1369 something about this experiment. What were you going to tell 1369? He said, uh, and he says, I, ha- I have him here if you would like to speak with him. He looks, he looks around and he says, Why are you in my tower? What's going on? 1369. In case of error. In case of theoretical reconstitution. Yes. I, I, I gave him the book. I gave it the book. I intend to give it the book. I may have not given it the book yet. I will do that before I begin the ritual. And it, look, he 
looks down at the ground slowly. You hear a, a popping of one of the bones as uh, he like looks down at this <laughs> ritual all set up, five years old, uh, the remnants of it. He says, the ritual, the ritual. He says, 1369 has the book. And we are here to help you complete the ritual. How do we do that? The ritual? I do not need help. I am the wizard Dumfrey. I have left nothing to chance. I will be remembered. I will live forever all the time in the world to complete my research. The one and only Humphrey Dumfrey. So he has one more question left. Oh, oh, I and see. It's a limited set of questions. Five questions, yeah. We can we can play this however you would like. I'm more than happy to, ha to have that not be a hard, fast rule. But I'm just starting with the mechanics. What would we you play We also have best? a ghost who is presumably hostile and approaching. It's true. Y yeah, uh, yes. Maybe, maybe five questions then, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, then he says... Uh, and I, I would like to just remind you that I, I have a lot of skills here that you want to add to I'm going to call for persuasion. Don't you Perfect. worry. Right after this. And uh, he says, he says, he kind of looks very firmly at Humphrey Dumfries. And this is happening in a much more rushed way than it typically would. Normally there's a time for, you know, listening and calm and maybe they'll just talk. But this is, there, there's, there's action. He says, Humphreys, we are not here to steal your glory, but to support your legacy. This is your last chance, your last chance to realize your dream. You must tell me how to complete the ritual. Uh, roll a persuasion check. This is the moment. This is the moment. This is the dice. It's so purple. It is a 18. Ooh. That's a good, that's a good number. 18. That's a... It's a total. This is what he does. How hard a persuasion um, Maybe I should have used one of those ports. I always forget. I always love rolling so much. I get so excited about rolling. <laughs> he, uh... He, 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 he begins to object. I don't need help. But he looks around at the room again. The doors opened, uh, uh, this, the sights here. And he says, the, ri the ritual. He looks down at his hands. I mean, he had been seeing himself before. Yeah, he remembers the moments before his death. He remembers everything that supposedly went wrong up to death. He just doesn't remember anything past that point, or he doesn't know anything past that point. The ritual, the ritual has failed. The ritual has failed. The ritual has failed. The ritual has failed. And he looks around, he says, in case of error, in case of error. And he grabs Quillet by the shoulders. 
and shakes him and he says, in case of error, the specter ray, the specter ray, 1369 knows reconstitution. You must, you must complete the reconstitution. The, 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 1369, I, 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 I didn't give it to him. I didn't tell him. Tell me now. My calculations were perfect. Y um, you're trying to understand how to do the ritual. The book describes the ritual, like in detail. It, it, it does. It does. But if the ritual is all we need, then there's nothing more to say. This is a guy who is extremely unreliable at information, <laughs> and this is an opportunity to make sure that they're... Yeah, yeah, you get it. You're, you get you're, it. Yeah, I get it. I just wanted to get where your head was at, make sure we were like... Um, totally. Yeah, yeah. He says, theoretical reconstitution. Get my soul back. Get all the fragments. Bring them back. Bring them back. Use the specter ray. Something, something must have been wrong. Something must have been wrong. And he looks down. He says, how long have I been dead? As the spell wears off and the body goes limp once again in Quillet's arms. Yeesh. Be fun to cap him around for another 10 minutes, though. <laughs> that, but that's not a dramatic exit stage that we, <laughs> I think, need for the next round of combat. Uh, Quellet gently lays. Scenario at last ten. That's right. That's right. Perhaps the fifth question is the trigger. Uh, and he gently lays that corpse down, and he says, uh, he looks to one three six nine, and just says, "We, we must collect the souls. Yet we have destroyed several already. I hope we have some ideas. Perhaps three fifths of a soul will be enough." Perhaps. Wouldn't so they be one, right if they reconstituted? One, one should find the third. Didn't we scoop that, up some of the soul goo? We did. We In did. fact, I believe Bearjaw and Taita were on the first floor scooping up soul goo. Yeah, we tried uh, to keep yes. goo from each of those and, souls and they're back. together. They're back, yeah. Right. Uh, I think that that's that's Quell's turn. Uh, Bearjaw is up. If I can ask just one uh, clarifying question, because it sounded like you said four when you when you recapped, Greg. Um, how many fragments did the did the journal say? Was it four? Yeah, or five? I I said four. That was a mistake. It's okay. It's the journal said five. Okay, that was. I think there's one for each floor because we killed yes. one, yes. and then we yeah. killed another one that was peeking out of a door. So there's one unaccounted for. It was when Greg said four. I wanted to. Yeah, five. Oh, we're already, five we're, is the uh, we're done. five is the number. Cool. So Bearjaw is up with uh, ghosts on deck. Bearjaw is not not. He's got a flask full of Stolgu. That's right. You put it in your flask. I yeah, remember that. So so Bearjaw's gonna oh, yeah. come over to Drustin here. And just shove this jar. It's covered in goo. It's not clean. Like, she got most of it in there, but, like, you know, That's it's. Silly. She didn't have a funnel, okay? <laughs> so or a squeegee. She shoves that. No, right? Wouldn't it know. be nice to have a squeegee in this situation? Um, but she does not. And uh, she, she 
thrusts out the flask towards Dristan. And she says, take this. And then she looks at Oilvane, who is holding this proton pack thing, and looks like, you know, like, does he have it pretty well under control? Like, how how does he look when he's, like, wrangling this uh, this fish on the line? Like, like, what does Oilvane give off as far as, like, I was it was pretty wily at first, but I think uh, I know Greg mentioned something about it stabilizing a little bit. But uh, so he looks pretty good. Not stabilizing. It, no. Not stabilizing. It's not okay. stabilizing. No, it is just as chaotic and wild as ever. A ghost it's, marlin. Uh, a ghost marlin. <laughs> <laughs> there are times when oil veins getting lifted off his feet. He's ha- he's having to like kind of like lean on his back leg here and there, and he's. He's visibly, okay. like, swaying so she, right and left. She's not going to take that proton pack from you, but she is going to help you. And the way that Bear Jaw helps in this situation is she actually, like, leans in around you, kind of like how someone teaching you how to golf might kind of lean in around you to kind of, <laughs> like, help hold that golf club. She's going to help you hold this proton pack, kind of aiding you with her strength. Yeah, we've seen ghosts. Yeah, oh, good, good, good. Yeah, this Q is Untamed, untamed Melody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she just, and while she's like right there, like next to his ear, she's like, you hold, you hold it like this. <laughs> oh. Like <laughs> this? There you go. <laughs> End of turn. Uh, We're slowly rocking back and forth. Oh. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, you have to lead the, the Marlin back and forth or make it tired. Just let out a little bit, reel it back in. <laughs> Just relax. Just relax. All right. <laughs> Next up. Snar- Snarl Ghost is up with Wide-Eyed Wiggly Ghost on deck. Wide-Eyed Wiggly Ghost. Uh, Snarl Ghost uh, in, this, uh, in this circle pulling uh, wildly against this uh, beam of energy restraining it the magic circle uh, even further suppressing its uh, ability were there any rules about crossing the threshold of the circle they don't cross the streams I know that uh, Eric, Eric looking I, for it I, to you Eric ah uh, sorry um, I don't believe undead I can enter the circle undead cannot exit the circle things can enter the circle Ah, so if okay. you're undead and you go in, you're fucked. Yeah. If gotcha. you're a normal person, you can go in and out. Understood. So, yeah, it is uh, simply struggling against it. And as it bucks and pulls, it uh, threatens to uh, threatens to to rip the uh, rip the beam from oil veins hands. Here is how this is going. Uh, the. Ghost is going to roll with disadvantage. I'm going to use the inspiration die to give him advantage, netting out to uh, netting out to just a regular roll. It is an opposed roll against uh, it's like escaping a grapple essentially. So it's an opposed roll against. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to let uh, Bearjaw um, and Oilvane each roll. Uh, it has to overcome whoever's highest, since Bearjaw oh, is there just uh, just. Is this an athletics? So it will be a. Um, what this is is an athletics. Uh, what's that going to go? Athletics. 
I was originally going to have this be concentration, but I ended up describing it much more like a physical thing. So now it's athletics. Um, okay. I'm okay with that. That's the magic of D&D. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to roll, and each of you are rolling against it. I have zero athletics. Uh, I have that 12. I got 19 plus... Oh! Eight, so that's a 27. The ghost got a 10. <laughs> nice. 27 is more than 10. What'd you get, Oilvane? I got a 14. You got a 14, ah. Okay, so the ghost is pulling against it, but uh, especially the magic circle dampening its own effects, bear jaw steadying you, and Oilvane just also just steady on his feet uh, uh, here, all just adds up to that ghost ain't going anywhere and that is its turn yeah, wide-eyed wiggly yeah, before we continue yes i'm rolling a die huh. two. two just the inspiration die oh Ooh. you rolled the inspiration die all right on the ground Drusten. that's uh that's drustin here you go here's your diamond right Okay. An idea for a modification of the inspiration dies. If you didn't do the recap, it continues to go back to the DM for oh. your numbers oh. roll. Now that <laughs> is an idea that worth hurt. discussing. That hurt. That's, bad. that's a pretty harsh lemon there. It's pretty harsh. Uh, it, it's an intriguing idea. It's an intriguing idea. I was thinking also because very briefly wanted to say I appreciated Dan coming correct even after the fact. And I think it might be worth saying that, like, maybe if someone does it after the fact, they can't take advantage, but they don't bounce it anywhere. Just saying, just I, to give people another chance. I'm inclined to. I'm inclined to give um, to give even potentially full credit to people that go and answer the questions after the fact, because right now you don't make it in time. There's no incentive to then go and answer the questions anyway, because the whole point is to get the answer to the question. I appreciated him winning. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. don't want to. We don't want to gamify it to such a degree that now. You know, there's no reason to then go and fix. You know, made a mistake, but you can fix it. You know. So anyway, uh, warrants further discussion. Uh, Wide-eyed wiggly ghost. So there is a uh, teleportation. There, not a teleportation circle. There is a magic circle. Q's magic circle that is completely blocking the hallway that allows wide-eyed wiggly ghost to get into the main foyer. 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 Falafel. F uh, yeah. yes. Yes. Can the ghost fly? Euro. Fire. Fire. Euro. Gyro. It's um. <laughs> so, uh, what does happen is. Flop, flop, flip, 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 pop up all over the place. Um, we're gonna... Damn you, books. Reading is fundamental. Mostly they pop Take up around... Who moved that one? Don't do that. Or did I do that? I think you did um, all of them. What have you done? So, books float Bears. up from the ground float off of uh, float off of Ooh. bookshelves and start flapping their pages wildly angrily uh, these two what's the effect of casting spells through the magic circle 
none. You can cast through. Like if they are casting cast okay. out, it's a disadvantage. So they, they have disadvantage on attacks out the circle. They cannot charm. They cannot fret. I got gotcha. you. And they cannot. Possess. What I'm gonna do? I, I want it to have some effect here as it as it uses its animating sure. uh, energy. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna make it up here. So he's gonna have to roll a check. No bonus. Fifteen or above. And uh, and these will fail to animate since he's casting that through the circle here. Just kind of simulate. There's no the check is uh, spellcasting, like 10 plus a spellcasting modifier. What is your thing? Let me just have it be a concentration check against that. Then we actually sure. bring in some actual real numbers, That's which is fun. Um, yeah, so... Um, wait, what, sorry, what are, what are we asking for specifically? You are... What is your spellcasting... Oh, yeah, your spell DC. Sorry, that is what oh, yeah. spell save DC. That's perfect. Spell save okay. DC. Uh, let me try to see where I find that. Um, Should be at the top any? of your spells column. Should okay. say spell attack bonus, spell save. Oh, bonus. yeah. Spell save DC is 16, but he has a, a feature where he is, I think he is a war caster, so he. It maintains concentration or something more but well. But 16, I think, is the answer to your question. Yeah, it's just the spell save DC. So it's 16. Yeah. Um, this guy has uh, plus 8 uh, for his spells. So here we go. Okay. Here's one of them. Mm -hmm. He got a... Oh, natural one. So wow. one of the Not books today. starts floating up off the ground and then collapses down as uh, as its pages just flop open Links run dry. second one for the uh, for the other guy oh that was so close to failing but it succeeds. so the other one it does get up and start animating and the four on his side in his little library cubby here they all do animate so that's five total book Ooh. bats uh, start flapping around as wide-eyed wiggly ghost wiggles its uh, uh, upper body more remember this is one that's um what is he he's actually walking on the ground but he's his upper body is just kind of like wobbly and wiggling as he uh, as he moves around. But uh, he just he looks to the bookshelves. He looks all around, and these books start floating up. And oh yeah, and he has big wide eyes, way too wide eyes. And that is his turn. Taita, and then the end of the round is on deck with one three six nine after that. Taita does creepy robot speed walk this also way. recently returned from the first floor with goo yes. i assume yes sucked uh, up to your finger straws yes um does a creepy robot speed walk uh to here and justin i believe uh you have uh described would you would you say that you have some pouches and scroll oh, tubes yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. dangling about your person? Yeah, because he has said that he collects artifacts and samples in. Um, the Taita will interact with an object and use uh, her robot, uh, her pointy robot syringe fingers and uh, puncture into one of the pouches maybe at your belt. Let's just say it's your coin purse. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's not the your, point, Chris. And your pouch just goes and uh, is injected with ectoplasm. And he says, <clears throat> your mm, pouch 
is full of ectoplasm. And then <laughs> she's going to step over here. <laughs> and uh, she can, we can occupy the same space as Ango. Is Ango small yeah. or flying? Yeah, tiny. she's tiny. Okay, I'm just going to... Yeah, go ahead, Mover. Cool. She's um, just fine. Right? Oh, she's and, tiny. And... Uh, whoa! Whoa! Um, wow, she's really small now. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's, that's that was actually, great. That's so actually really that. good. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, that feels very appropriate. <clears throat> and then says, you'll owe me in a moment, Mr. Green. And is preparing to slurp up water here to save the books that are on fire over here. Hmm. Um, but now the ectoplasm is on, is, is on juiced. So. It's in where, and around him. Where did you say you, you were, I'm sorry, say that last thing you were going to do again? Uh, uh, Taita then suggested that Justin will thank Taita as she is about to uh, use her finger ah. vacuums to slurp up water. Yeah, let me, um, so we have a oh, we have a visual problem here. This is not a pond and bridge on on dimensional floor My five. My verisimilitude. It is a it's a teleportation <laughs> circle. It, and not it, well, it's a it's a ritual chamber, and it, it doesn't a... like this. I don't have art for it, so. Right. Uh, no problem. No problem. Okay, then Taita will stay here. Is still planning on taking care of the books because I because uh, uh, a library on fire seems dangerous um and no i i i, I really i want to i want to basically taita sees this as like this is why we're here we're not here for ghosts we're here for what this tower holds um and so uh she's prioritizing putting out that fire and i will figure out how she does that with some artificer uh flavor uh between now and next turn so she'll not slurp up water from the middle <gasps> she'll do it from no uh, end of turn. Well, uh, is end, It is end of round. We are now in round four. Greg, is there anything that happens at end of round? Otherwise, it's one, three, six, nine, then oil then. Sam has put a big circle in the middle to remind us that it is different. Oh, I see. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Ah, Vault Hunter. Oh. Oh, even better. Okay. Perfect. A uh, circle to spawn the demons of hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> that we had never heard. Humphrey Duffy's affair. Not out of the question. <laughs> And he's in this ritual, he's like, it works! Demons. <laughs> what? <laughs> Taita's like, I'll live forever when I make a deal with the devil. I mean, that's Yee. what Taita's right. doing. 1369. 1369. Now, uh, before you go, let me let me put something out there. So, as we are entering a phase of this combat, there's a little bit um, unusual, right? There's There's... People are doing things that aren't traditional um, combat, like easy to sort of reconcile with the combat, with speaking with the dead and using the, the specter ray. So all I'm saying is, if you have an idea for what your character wants to contribute narratively, don't be afraid to suggest it, um, even if it's not necessarily counting squares and picking an attack. You know what I mean? So you can... Consider those options. Uh, um, one three six to nine wants to use its speed to bait out the last ghost. So which uh, floor have we never visited? You I have think not you visited went two and three. Four. Two and three. Four. One three six nine. It's going to go ahead and use 
might have enough space for this. Let's see here. I like doing this stuff. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I mean, this, we'll this is a lot of ground to cover. This is a fantastic oh, use yeah, of your mobility. Great. Firm. Uh, so that's going to be, it's going to do 55 dash, another 55, another dash with the bonus actions, another 55. So I think it's Holy 165. Shit. That's so far. <laughs> it's, it can go real fast. Although I did the math and not as fast as the fastest humans. Oh, really? Mm. It, at, at, in a, in like a sprint? Yeah, Usain Bolt is faster than 1369. Like, and the fastest yeah, marathon yeah. record that has ever done, 1369 could not beat. Oh, so even two hour, even two hour marathons running. Uh, what still, the dwarves, the dwarves can sprint a maximum of 50 feet in their turn. A maximum, uh, the fastest dwarf. Open to this door, to floor three, sticks its head in and says, Ghosts, come out! So one three six nine takes the key, sticks it in the uh, in the keyhole as that door opens with the same exact exaggerated creaky noise uh, that all of those doors have thus far, and uh, and one three six nine sticks his head and roll a perception check. Perfect. Uh, I was hoping to get both doors because I think I might have the movement for that. Uh, perception check. Why did I roll two dice? I should not be rolling two dice. Seven plus, I think, uh, skills, 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 with those skills. Uh, perception, seven, fourteen. Fourteen? Yes. Uh, you see, oh, hang on. I didn't come up with I didn't come up with a fifth uh, uh, a fifth way that he looks. An it is enormous a, head. Yes, you see a ghost. You see a strange blue creature around the corner from the uh, from the respite area here as uh, uh, a huge head. Uh, uh, phases through body. phases through the door and then continues out and as its body follows afterwards its body only makes up about 10% of the entire height here it just hangs from this oversized head that's about the size of an entire person as it floats Ooh. and just goes and starts floating towards 1369 Ninety percent head man. Where do you want the the big head ghost in the initiative, Greg? Hopefully soon. That guy's awesome. Uh, <laughs> hopefully soon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Big head will go basically last, or is that just putting okay. it all together? Just it puts it with the ghost. Also, the book bats. Where do you want the book bats to go? We don't have numbers on where the initiatives were, so you can roll them, but it I won't do. really tell us a little bit. Uh We'll just put all the ghosts together, but put the um. Put the book bats above uh, Q. Okay. So I think I can run from here, get to this door, open it, yell it, get to this door, open it, yell it, and then I get to about maybe here. Are you going to do that? Yeah. I mean, was that... Sorry. You I found the ghost. I saw... Oh, I yeah. did? On the first try? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's the, no the, big head, the big head oh. ghost. Unless you're looking oh, for wait. another ghost. No, that was great. We only uh, so need one case, more. 
I think that was half of its distance, so it's going to get a run back. And says, I found the other ghost. <laughs> it is like is, a is robot to mention that it's not, not mentioned that it has an enormous head and will freak <laughs> everybody the fuck out when it shows up. That sounds like it's a, a totally very normal accurate, ghost that you're about a to very see. Don't worry. Accurate, it should be arriving soon. That's awesome. Set your expectations low. Huh. I'm, I'm a little ahead of it, but it's a lot of head. <laughs> I think that's me. Done. Oil Vane, give us some good news with Justin on deck. Oil Vane uh, is uh, continuing to uh, hold and, uh, and sway with Ooh. Bear Jaw. The, uh, the uh, what is it called again? The uh, Spectre Ray. Ray. Spectre Ray. Inspector Ray. Do I need to? Uh, so you're trying to do what? Uh, well, he's still holding it. Uh, what? What's the effect of this? Like, he's yeah. just holding the beam. Any changes? Right now, he's, he's just hold. holding him there, and it seems to be holding him there because that's all he's done. Hmm. Oh. Let's see. Are Swish. there any other buttons on the on the uh, specter ring? Uh, there are a couple other uh, levers. Toggles. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, uh, actually, let me up. let me just let me make it let me make it a little more clear. Um, when the when one three six nine pulled the lever to uh, to fire the specter ray. The lever, the lever, you know, reset itself and the ray stopped. The, when Oilvane did it and hit the ghost, it, the beam is continued and stuck on even as the lever has reset. It seems that you could fire another beam by pulling the lever again. That is it. There are no other levers. Okay. Shoot again. Um, Shoot yeah, he's gonna, he's Shoot gonna get the rest. He's gonna pull. Give a clear shot. He looks up at Bear Jaw for confirmation. She nods. Of what? What were you asking? No, he just looks up at Bear Jaw oh. for confirmation. <laughs> like, he's doing a good job. She nods at him like, yes. Are you ready? Lord. Are you ready, Bear Jaw? <laughs> so he's... And she just smiles. Are you proud of me? She's his spotter. I'm, I'm spotting. He's, he's, it's all him. It's all him. He's doing the set. She's just there to help. In case, you know. It's all you. It's all you. You don't need Oil Vane, uh, he adjusts the, the the aim a little bit to include uh, this other ghost here, the wide-eyed, wiggly ghost, and uh, he's going to pull the lever. All right. So he's uh, as he pulls the uh, as he pulls the device a little bit to the side, aiming past this ghost. The first beam is still arcing towards the ghost, and as he does so, that ghost shifts in air as if it's pulling him over. It is hard to pull this in air as if you are uh, pulling him slightly, but there is just barely a shot past this uh, past the. Uh, snarl ghost to the wide-eyed wiggly ghost, uh, although there will be cover because you are shooting through, uh, you're, you're shooting through a little gap here past the first guy. Um, what are the portents available? 12 and 7. Is my helping still mechanically applied here? Uh, no, you, that, I applied that to the, uh, the defense. I figured that was your I figured that was Bearjaw's greater contribution. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm just thinking like next turn in, instead of me saying then on right. my turn that I'm. Oh helping. yeah, you could you could ready for Dresden and or Verja helping you on this one again. Oh uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, he's gonna yeah he's gonna he's got his hand on the lever but he hasn't quite pulled it yet. And what is he waiting for? He's waiting for uh, assistance from Tristan. How will he know? Uh, he, uh, uh, what's Tristan he say to Tristan? Tristan, uh, the levers, it's reset. Oh, I'm going to pull it, but I'm going to need you to spot me again. I get a target ready for you. All right. <laughs> Justin is up. Okay, right. Justin is going to have been observing this ghost's uh, motion for a while, and he thinks he can predict where it's going to be. So once again, he uh, controls flames to make uh, some little flames shoot out that are green again, and they start to float to where the ghost is about to go. And he says, aim for the flames again. And he is helping. Ooh. Now we go to Oil Vein. Oil Vein is going to. Uh... So is it still dexterity? Yep, it is a dexterity ability check. No. <laughs> That's a three. Plus. Three. Did he roll with advantage from the help? Oh, no, I did not. Roll <laughs> with advantage. Oh, I you, oh. Or you could use a port. We now have yeah, a Not now. Not now, yeah. Oh! curse of the Elven re-rolls. Awful. That's Elven re-roll. Uh, natural two, oh, natural three, followed by a natural two. Uh, yeah, that does not hit the second beam. It is hard to hold the thing steady as the second beam just, uh, uh, again, makes a loud thrumming noise. Two of the books fall off of nearby shelves from the vibration that this thing causes as it smashes into, uh, this time the door frame, because this ghost is right next to that door frame that leads to dimensional floor four. It strikes the door flame and flame, or door frame, now a door flame, now door as flame. flames uh, <laughs> uh, shoot up from the uh, the wood that uh, makes up that. Credit door where frame. credit's due. Whenever's painting those fires, that's really well done. Yeah, great, that's great uh, palette. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Work. I get this. Dan's always uh, been the fire guy. Making six with that. Making little profile pictures in online games. Just mm. a couple tools. Right. Yeah, in all those games that just give you like stamps uh, that you yeah, can add for together. For honor, I was like, I want an icon of a volcano. Uh, I believe that story. I feel really um, good about what I did. That was pretty well done. I, I'm enjoying looking at it, personally. Oh, the ritual chamber? Yeah. Yeah, it's excellent. Okay. Uh, yeah, it hits it and does not get the ghost, but the first beam is still held on. Oilvin looks at Tristan and says, he yells, I never know. Uh, That's the end of his turn. 
as Justin's uh, Justin did help, it is now a book bats. The book bats fly forward. Uh, so they are not undead, so they can move through the circle, as I understand it. They can just move from one side to another because they're just magic animated things. Mm-hmm. Eric's not objecting, so I will take his silence only confirms his guilt. Uh, <laughs> Circle so, protection book is his next spell. Yeah, uh, if it's not undead, it can do what it needs. That's what I thought. Yeah, this is this is what people do in their in, in under controlled circumstances. Normally, it's pretty cowboy of them to go magic circle in battle. It's gotta say. <laughs> And these guys have their charge. Okay. They, uh, the book bats swarm oil vein as four of the book bats uh, close in with these, uh, with these charges on him. I'm just going to go ahead and roll uh, four attacks simultaneously here. All right. Oh, there's a two and a one. And a nine. And a nine. Let me go to my stats here. I think you might have lucked out there, Oil Vein. Okay, so the nine is a 16. Ooh. 16. Your AC is 15. My AC is 15. Oh, I didn't hit 15. Uh, So two of them will hit, and the one and two miss. So to the hit, deal 15 damage each. Smack you in the face. Um, 15 bludgeoning damage. I'm gonna... Let's see. What kind of attack was this? Bludgeoning damage. Bludgeoning? I mean, a physical attack. What do you you mean, what kind of attack? No, just, uh, I'm gonna use my reaction. I'm gonna cast shield. Ah, yeah, okay. And, um, yeah, that increases my, um... I get a plus five bonus to my AC. So gotcha. Uh, Can, do you do that after the enemy has rolled? What's the what's the yeah, trigger? Yeah, it's a on reaction. That? It's a reaction yeah. after they've rolled their attack and damage. Oh. Am I understanding uh, that right? No, normally the, it would be when you're targeted by an attack or one reaction which you take when you are hit by an attack. When you're hit tar- by an attack. Hit. Wow. Nice. So that changes. So it's plus five to your AC. Mm-hmm. So now his uh, AC is 20. What was that fourth roll? I think it was super high. I think it was like a 19. I don't know. It's like the a 13. F- it wasn't super high, but it was high enough to... Well, a 13 would hit a 20, but a 12 yeah. wouldn't. But I think it was 13 or higher. We didn't even really Switch look at it because it was an obvious hit. Uh, so one of them becomes a miss. So it's it's um, it's 15 damage instead 15 of 30. 15 damage. Yeah. Sweet. That's... <laughs> I'll take that. That's a good that, use of a slot. That's a good. That's a good swing. Oh, and then the last book bat. Uh, two, three. Oh, he can get there. He will. Uh, he'll move this way fast. and attack Drewston. Knowledge moves fast. Uh, Drewston, the fifth book bat. Uh, fast facts. Oh, it's another natural clubs. one. I've heard of book clubs, but this is more of a book gang. <laughs> book I thought you were going to say it's a book clubbing. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that's, no, that's why he gives this bat with his shovel. 
He clubs at it with his Uncle Falderk shovel, beating it away from him. That is all the book bats. Beat off those book bats. <laughs> Kill it. Beat them right off. Of is up with Burge on? they happen to be. On the yuck. Got any AOE uh, spells? Uh, me? So, not nice ones. If you're not willing to target your own position, you're not willing to win. Yeah. Like... It's just, I'm sorry, but he just, he's too much of a good character. And yeah, it's not, let me just look one more time. I think I know what we're doing here, but um, yeah. Well, Checking your spell list. Yeah. So, oil, work with me. Ah, Kevin Cobb, where are you? I need you. This I need you, man. <laughs> right now you need. Now you need him to do the. So, <laughs> you're a hexblade war, war, warlock. That's right. So, okay. but this is not having to do with that. So, in the in the midst of this chaotic battle, as Oilvane struggles to target and contain these ghosts, and book bats are, are raging. Somehow, <clears throat> as Quellet begins to walk back towards the action after his his uh, conversation with the dead mage, he locks eyes with uh, Oilvane for a moment there. <laughs> and I want to remind you something that's true of both Oilvane and. Uh, and quell it. <clears throat> Those who look into your eyes can see that you have faced unimaginable, ho- unimaginable horror, and that you are no stranger to darkness. And there is a moment where they they lock eyes, and this haunting kind of this haunting origin that they both share is kind of realized in this moment. And <laughs> like as the power begins to bubble in or kind of rise up within Quellet, perhaps there was some sort of response, but all that, like, oil vein sees Quellet kind of express is just mouthing the words, I'm sorry. And we're <laughs> casting <laughs> Hunger of Hadar on all the book bats, <gasps> including oil vein. <laughs> and the, uh, the shadowy magic, the shadowy kind of mist that is, uh, <clears throat> that we've seen manifest in different ways, uh, rises up and begins to kind of like bleed out of all of the tattoos, the eyes, the nose, the mouth, and kind of, it just, it's like dry ice in that it kind of like, it sublimes very quickly and close to his body. Uh, but this power rises up and like a dark blackness uh, kind of starts at a point and just kind of expands quickly into into this obscure kind of inky and, and kind of slowly misting sphere and it's a 20 foot. <laughs> Sorry, let me just give you the, the mechanic. <laughs> Sorry. So it's a. Uh, there we go. A 20 foot radius, which is pretty rough. So 
I need one to protect the ghosts. Right. I, I definitely intend on that, if possible. May have to be more. Yeah, we can go forty feet. Ooh, we can't. So we may have to get one of the wide-eyed wiggly. So that oh, that that's that's the twenty foot radius. Five ten. It's the twenty foot radius is the problem. Wiggle room. Do you have to choose your starting point? Uh, I, I have plenty of. I have one hundred and fifty feet range. Oh well, why don't you put it somewhere over like here? Oh, well, that's because it gets everyone. It'll this hit all getting, the allies. This, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Sam's like, and the problem is, does so, Q-Lit value the, the lives of ghosts more than the lives of the living? Here's, here's the question: It obviously doesn't get affected by the walls, but can we do? Here, where's the tab? Right. So when Sam isn't playing Baron, he he really votes for just a little more, a little more. All right. Are you wiping? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. I have 30, 30, I have 40. So basically, if I put the center up here, can I use this wall to cut it off? Or does it bleed like this, Greg? How does that work? Like if the center is here, does the effect go into the it, center? It, it, bleeds, it bleeds around, yeah. It does bleed. It's uh, okay. a radius. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah, that's what these are for. Okay, let me grab that. To grab the middle bit. Grab the middle bit. There, there you go. go. Oh boy. Okay. 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 Oh, maybe. May. <gasps> oh, they said he was a madman. Well, eh, just two party members. I mean, this is a little bit meta, but fair job. She can take it. Uh, and gets no apology, unfortunately. No apology. It's the life she lives. Um, we're dropping it there. So Quilla is targeting all of the book bats, oil vein, and bear jaw, and it's also going to catch snarl ghost. <clears throat> yeah. Is gonna catch Snarl Ghost, um, and it's two d six. May want to take damage. a step forward just so you can get line on that center spot. Yeah, happy to do that. Two d six cold damage, but what are we talking about? Saves. Uh, okay, so uh, it, it's a uh, any so any creature that starts its turn in the area takes two d six cold damage. Any turn, any creature that ends its turn in the area succeeds on a dexterity saving throw or takes two d six acid damage as milky otherworldly tentacles rub against it. and But nothing at the point time of casting? Unusual. Nothing at the time of casting. Okay. Uh, yeah, so no light, magical, or otherwise can illuminate the area. And creatures fully within the area are blinded. <laughs> oh, man, this is nasty. So we can't see through it? No, can't yeah, see through it. Yeah, it's like a cloud of darkness. Yeah. That will inhibit getting the other ghosts. Yeah. How long does this effect last? Uh, it's, it's concentration. He can break it any time. Hmm. Okay. So what, wow. uh, what does it look like? The, te- the tentacles? The- there, it, it, is, it is inky blackness oh, it's, that it's is misting. I see. Inky yeah. blackness. W- within there is otherworldly tentacles. All right. You they- just opened a Lovecraftian health spot area. We also can't see the bad guys. Yeah, you can't see uh, any of the ghosts now. And or the uh, books. oil vein. Um, oh, I forgot to have oil vein. Uh, well, you'll do it at the beginning of your turn. Okay. All right. 
uh, Oilvane can see the the beam of light coming from this device. I mean, you're, you're blinded. So, yeah, no, you just feel it. Uh, there's no light coming at all, even though that beam was super bright just a moment ago. Uh, but you can still feel it struggling against uh, against your control. Hmm. Okay. Who's up bear next? Jaw oh, bear is up with all right. three ghosts on deck. Two d six cold damage. Yeah. Uh, who rolls that? You can. You roll can roll that. I can roll that. Okay, then I, I like will. Personally, that's mm-hmm. my heart. I can I'm, hear you. I think super I'm happy rolling okay. that. I'm happy to roll. Go ahead. Okay, roll. I'll just get some dice. By his hand. By his hand, I shall be. Another paint dice. Well, damage even even at max, even at max damage, that's not a super big amount. I'm in the wrong part of the table. Okay. Got 104 go. hit points. We'll be we'll be okay. Yeah, this is. As one said one time, child's play. <laughs> Nine. Roll. Yeah, it is high Nine roll. Nueve. As per usual when I'm attacking Bear Jaw. Uh, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. I've got a I've got a bulky amount of hit points here. I don't it. do it often, but I've got a good track record. It's okay. Okay, so that's ninety-five hit points left. Okay. So bear jaw can't see shit. Hmm. But she is turn, she is still holding on to oil vein. So True, she's just going to hold on a little tighter. Like she can feel him like cuz she's holding on to him. So that's like one source of of like directional content in her mind. Like she knows at least where he is in space. So don't, don't never let go, let Jack. Go. Um so yeah, she was going to attack those book bats, but she can't see them now. Um <laughs> So she's just going to hold on to Oilvane so he doesn't get lost. Uh, so she she will continue helping him have that uh, that uh, like stabilization that comes from having like a tripod effect with another person. So there you go. We'll, we'll just we'll continue on in that fashion and hopefully that'll help him out. If you're at the edge of the if you're at the edge of the zone, is there any indication that you're at the edge of the zone or is it just saying blackness? I'm going to bet you there isn't. That seems um, like it would be. Yeah. You know, like dark, darkness unending in every direction. Until your eyeballs are out, you don't, you can't see anything. Yeah, yeah you're, unless you're, you're, like, the unless you like flailed in some direction, like randomly chose a direction to move. But but she's not going to abandon oil vein to this darkness for all she knows. The books did it. Like, like I don't know. I'm not going to lose didn't him to that. Him. She didn't see him you. whisper, I'm sorry. She didn't see shit. I don't know Cupid's powers. So she's gonna she's gonna protect her friend here. She's not gonna abandon him. Um, so yeah, so she holds on, continues uh, helping Oilvane out with his quest to wrangle this ghost. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Bad Joel. Who's up next? That is the three ghosts with Titan on deck. It is the ghosts. All I right. I got a paper cut. Uh, then. First, Oilvane can feel the struggle, the, the, the pulling through the beam that he can no longer see uh, from... Which ghost is that? I can't remember his name. Snarl Ghost. And uh, so again, Oilvane and Bearjaw, you can roll the opposed checks for, get, for uh, avoiding this guy getting out. 
Okay, where's my dice? One and three? A one. Don't worry, don't worry. I can't. I rolled a disadvantage because of the magic circle. Makes sense. Nice. Wow. Alright, I got a 14 plus 8. 22? 22. I got a 12. Alright, solid rolls. This ghost, perhaps, uh, Perhaps hindered by this darkness that is also hurting it. Please roll damage, Eric, and tell me what it is. Yeah. Um, as uh, as Oilvane can, Oilvane and Bearjaw can feel it struggling against it, but barely. You've got like a real good uh, grip on this, and the thing doesn't seem to know quite how to uh, yank away out of this thing. Yeah. Is this zone hit multiple times? Uh, beginning of your turn, automatic. End of your turn, a saving throw or more damage. Oh, so Bear John needs to make a saving throw. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, right. A dexterity saving throw. A dexterity saving throw. How much damage did you say, Eric? Six damage for cold damage uh, for that first, for starting the turn. Roger that. Okay, oh, and that is resistance. with a plus Excellent. two. Okay, let's roll that. Uh, 16? 16 will meet... The, the spell T DC, yeah, you save. Hooray! Just by that just much. means no damage, shit. right? But yes, no damage. And it's not not like no blinded or anything. Like it's yeah, still there. exactly. No. The blindness and the lack of light is with is just being in the zone. It's a zone of magical darkness. It is. The okay, wide-eyed wiggly ghost. You can't see. Accurate. Uh, but you do hear it. You hear the That's the noise it makes. Now, big-headed ghost. Big-headed ghost. Give me my guy here. He tips over from his giant, goofy head. <laughs> Big head. Coming around the corner here. Uh, rounds the corner. Comes through the... Uh, uh, sorry, let me describe it a little bit better. So, the big head ghost that was through on dimensional floor three that 1369 had seen. That was on the far end of the ritual chamber. It was one of the doors that's on the opposite side of the tower that everyone else is hanging out at. So, he comes rounding the corner into the ritual chamber where Q and 1369 are both inside that chamber with everyone fighting on the... Uh, everyone else is fighting on the west side of the tower and the ghost is coming from the east side so he comes in to the doorway here and give me a second that's a melee attack where's the spells there we go that's not the one Sorry. When Greg slows down, saying, where are the spells? He sounds like Taita. That is a bit of how I get into her mindset. 
It's also the stilted way of speaking the sentences. I, like you, am human. The humans are dead. I did watch that. The humans are okay, dead. Uh, the big-headed ghost coming around the corner that Q sees this huge head just goes in a beam of blue light uh, is it casting a spell, out. Greg. Yes, it is casting a spell. I will use a reaction. Aha! Since yeah, yeah, I yeah. see it within and you're 60 not in feet the darkness. You do you're see it. Uh, as he comes around the corner, the hourglass flies out of Drusen's pack and starts spinning and it starts trying to force that blue beam back it sh- into The blue beam shoots out of its mouth and it goes and it swallows the blue beam again and its big head goes and uh, no harm befalls any of your allies. That is his whole turn then. He's been counterspelled. It was indeed a second level spell. Ray of I wasn't paying attention. Did the other ghost make the saving throw at the end of its turn? Uh, um, it did yeah. not. It's, it's. I mean, it so, did not roll because we, f- we forgot. All right, I will roll. Sixteen oh, no, is what it needs. Uh, of what? What kind of save? Uh, dexterity. Oh, dexterity. So oh, then he got a twelve against it, so he failed. Uh, another seven damage for him. Acid damage. Seven acid damage. All right. They resisted acid previously. Mm-hmm. They resist almost everything. The Not ghosts. psychic. Not psychic. <laughs> the that is the ghosts. Taita. Kasiqua. Um, one and only. The one and only. Uh, Exquisite. Um, perfect form. Highly evolved machine woman. Um... You can attack someone that you can't see, and then how does that work? Is it a disadvantage? disadvantage. So it's just disadvantage. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is the whole thing of, of There's the, the whole blind, blind versus blind. thing. But for the they didn't of make this, an effort to hide, so therefore you still know their position because they're still making noise, smell, yeah, all the other sounds. So you have advantage, so it cancels itself out. Roll is normal. Because they're blinded. Oh, so it's a normal attack? It's a normal, attack it's a normal roll. Or wait. Yeah. No, you have disadvantage. The, the modification was yeah, uh, because the other thing was that oh, oh I can't see you. Bit, you can't a... see, yes, we house because it's, unless you are also blinded. So two blind people do not fight as well as but, two non-blind people. But that even that does not apply to the situation. Even the rules as written, Dan would be attacking with disadvantage because this is just a regular person with no status effect attacking someone he can't see. That's what we were dealing with here. right but right. it's in complete darkness so it can't see him yeah as it written, it's him. blind as written, oh it's blind. oh oh that's, oh that's why it's wonky i am goofy. yeah you're right that's <laughs> why so every time we talk oh. about this it's confusing yeah um, so wonky. you're attacking with disadvantage because right. you can't see your target yeah that's what i was that's what i was expecting <clears throat> taita that is the house rule because otherwise it would be attacking normally which seems weird and broken taita who is full of technology that we have never seen from Deep Amaskar suddenly reaches out her hand at the bookshelf to our south and each of her fingertips 
glows uh, like a tiny point of light that is very bright green, and you hear like a low like thrumming. Like all of a sudden they come on, and it's just like that. Her hand doesn't move. It's just that the the light. It's the sound of technology, foreign to us. Sound of the future. And she targets a book over here, and she says. Fighting knowledge with knowledge, and she casts catapult, uh, an artificer spell. Yes, I am going to point out that the uh, the the books have all been very weak and have uh, died on their first point of damage in all other oh, cases. Right. Okay, just reminding you of that since this combat has gone a couple of weeks, and and uh, yeah, and, and I'm just right. I'm inviting contribution towards what you guys are trying to do with the ritual if you'd like to. Because uh, if As everyone keeps me. trying to attack things that spawn, uh, that will never happen. So right. you got to make effort towards that if you want to. Right. Uh, okay. Do that. Thank you. Because I actually hadn't been paying attention to how much damage they were taking. Um, okay. We're gonna save that reveal for later. It's a pretty cool, pretty I, cool thematic thing. The it technology is, it is cool, of foreshadowing. And I hated that cut you off after you gave a cool explanation. It's good. It's good. Uh, I, I do wanted to pause real quick and talk about. Okay. So the house rule that we implemented, I thought was when two people are both blinded. When two people can't see each other, when they are effectively, if I can't see you and you can't see me, we don't attack each other normally. Because rules is written, we do. And I'm suggesting that's weird. It should be we both attack each other with disadvantage. With disadvantage. Um, I see what you're saying. So Uh, you don't get advantage yeah. If you also can't see the person from uh, them not seeing you. I gotcha. So we did decide on that. That's fine. I actually see the logic in it not being that way now. Um, yeah. But we, we can we can do it that way, which is, which is fine. We, I just wanted to clarify what the rule was. So it's if they both can't see each other, it's disadvantage. Yeah. Got it. You, you hear one of Taita's internal systems whir up to a full capacity, and then she processes for a moment and thinks again um and she is going to ready uh a casting of a different artificer spell ray of frost um for when the hunger of hadar disappears i love it and because i'm spending because i'm going to be spending an action on getting rid of the fire with this action i would love it if uh there to be some benefit or uh or loss based on the role in terms of something, some extra bit of knowledge or something, some extra useful tool if I'm able to roll well when putting out the fire. Does that make sense? I hear you. That makes sense. So I'm not just fucking guys. Turn complete. Who's up, Dan? It is the end of round, in case there's anything special. And there is not. 1369 with oil van on deck. We are in turn five. Round five. 1369. Hmm. One three six nine looks around to Justin, Justin and says, "How may I be of assistance?" The ghost has arrived. Justin swallows his <laughs> extra pie uh, and says, oh, "Ghost done it." I will try. <laughs> ghost <laughs> done it. Uh, that one, right? All right, so... Ghost five, ten, stun. 20, 20, 
30 and he's gonna make an attack i have to get ready for some saving throws i'm pretty sure probably let's see first attack no advantage no disadvantage any of that kind of stuff it's a nine plus a whoops <laughs> I think that might be a hit. Let's see. I have to say 17 AC. 17 AC, that'll hit. Okay, he's going to spend a key point. I don't have a lot of these left. Uh, to try and stun it as it try and reaches in to finagle. It's a, it's a DC 15 um, saving throw versus constitution. Jusen's going to use a portent. Oh. He's going to use the portent seven on the ghost constitution saving saving throw. throw. Because he had planned this out perfectly. So he didn't just say ghost stun it. He said, its head is the center of its mass. (laughs) The neck will be the weak point. Go for uh, the spectral form of its neck. Perfect. As it reaches in basically towards the bottom of it. Yeah, you basically have to like, get down on the ground to punch it in the neck. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the, uh, you know, it does, it, it like, it sees it needs to get lower, so it just does a full on split with no issues at all. And then just does an uppercut into the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! And with that portent, easy success. The guy only has a plus one to constitution saving throws and uh, fails and, the uh, save. You'll get a, a little bit of damage here because that was a hit. Tristan says, go punch that guy in the throat. Uh, five bludgeoning damage from a magical fist. All right. Got to add him to the combat. The ghost says, everyone punches me in the head because it's such a big target. They don't realize I'm strong there. Uh, and I don't think I'm going to attack again because I don't think we're trying to kill this thing. So... Uh, it's just going to wait there. Good call. We can zap him next. One, two, six, nine, done. So oil veins up. We got I have stunned it. <clears throat> we got another target for you that's stunned. Oh. Though I guess you're blind. Should step out. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If you uh... can figure out how to. Hand me One six nine says, "The enemy over here is stunned." Oil vein, come towards the sound of my voice. There we go. Oh, you're up there. Okay. All right. Oil vein's gonna do that because he he's not disturbed by this uh, darkness. You know, it's quite familiar. I mean, uh, weird pale tentacles slapping against you. Not not the end of a world. <laughs> it's like this is just you know uh, but he will take some damage at the start of his turn though if oil that is yeah take your start of turn damage um cool it do you want to roll okay uh here it comes 2d6 oh it's cold damage right five cold damage you have the robe of summer don't you yeah, I have resistance. So what is that? That gives me That's, uh, two half. damage. Yeah. Two damage. Sweet. All right. 
Oil Vein shivers a little bit, but then is mostly unfazed. He uh, will move. Let's see. One, two, three. Five. All right. Ah, you can make an opportunity attack when a hostile creature that you can see moves out of your reach. So Oil Vein does not get hit by five book bats of opportunity oh, attacks. Uh, now, hang on. So you are trying to go into that room. He can slip through yeah. Titus Square. Uh, uh, Thrust okay. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking, oh, yeah. you, you drop in. You drop in the ghost because then you can mm. walk easily. Uh, if you're trying to bring that thing with you, that's a challenge. Now you can. You can. Oh. Of course, you sh can and should do that. I'm just reminding you that uh, you are a tethered to a thing that is violently trying to oppose you. Taita says. <clears throat> Mm, oil vein stand above me and then suddenly goes instantly limp <laughs> can she go prone and he stand and you basically a dead body would be rough terrain can you go prone off your turn can you go uh, prone off your turn he can move through you anyway yeah but if he stood on my square he'd would be, be able one to less target he'd be able to target the he'd be able to stay in line of sight of the two ghosts uh, there is no line of sight of the two ghosts. Like, there's no sight because it's oh. blackness. It, it's just okay. whether or not. So yeah. I, I, I was. I'm, un, my, I'm understanding that oil vein is trying to move into the ritual chamber. And you're gotcha. trying to bring the ghost with you. Is that correct? Um, well, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was a line of effect issue. Ah, uh, yeah, no, 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 no line of effect issue. This is about the physical challenge of dragging the ghost in there, tethered to your. Taita does not go limp like a doll. <laughs> Um, yes. Okay, so yes. Oilvane, what are you trying to do? So Oilvane is going to move. Can I cut this way? Into. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four. Friends are rough terrain. Five. Move five squares. And he's trying to bring the ghost with the tethered ghost One, two, with him. Three, four. All right. Five. I don't think he can that far with five. Well, I guess Don't. you can cut around Hewlett. Go, go, go one last. One, go, go one last. That's fine. Okay. Right. The The point is the challenge here. So he's trying to pull the ghost. Um, trying to pull the ghost out of the darkness as you are stepping, uh, stepping away from the inky darkness and bringing Snarl Ghost with you. It is pulling against this thing violently. Um... <clears throat> Question. You can't leave the circle. Is the circle concentration? No. And it can't leave the circle? Can't leave oh, the circle. It's usually not a combat thing. Uh, What's the range on the thing? Or is it more like a hard tether? It's more like a hard tether. Stretch? Can he let out some slack as he goes? No. Yeah. That's... Okay. Yeah. Can't, can't leave. Oof. He goes All right. Duck. So, which means oil we have main... to bring the ghost to it. Bring the ghost to what? Oh, I'm just saying, like, he, he can't move. The spell lasts for one minute. No, it lasts for one hour. Uh, so, so, yeah, like, either we have to release that ghost or bring the new ghost to it. I'm just, I'm talking about You guys want to take a talking. moment to talk plans yeah. for what's going on Let's, in this combat? Because I'm, so, not, I'm not seeing uh, what you guys are trying to do. I'm not well, quite well, sure. With, with, with the darkness. Well, no, no, no. 
We need to get that ghost into the ritual chamber. Yeah. So we can't bring the ritual chamber to it. Yeah, so we got to so drop the about, protective circle. Yeah, we're we talking about the bring the ghost, bring something to the guy in the circle. We got to dismiss So we have to bring all the ghosts specifically into the pentagram room. Yes. That's yes. the instructions in the book. Gotcha. Well, okay, it doesn't so... say it doesn't say ghosts in the book. It says sure. the fragments of the of the soul. So that magic circle is an issue. Shards. Yeah. But it's got to be right. dispelled. I don't know if there's a counter spell that can be used on it. No, use the ghost. Is, Eric. What? Is the ghost that's done here? Is that close enough to be counted? Is in the room? Uh. He, he is in the room. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's okay. kind of let's, ambiguous on the map. He's in the room. But let's what, close the loop on the let's circle. Let's just talk about what we're doing right now. Yeah. So, Kevin, Football. are you saying he can just dismiss the circle? Uh, yeah, I believe you can dismiss spells that you cast. Depend. I will look that up right now. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, so I'm looking that up. So, but we do have to bring everyone into that room, right? So I do have dispel magic and counter spell that I could do if we can. Royal Vane will kick Quillet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not you concentration. You're stuck. Oh. <laughs> um. And then what was the what was the clarification on this guy on Big Head? Was he close enough? Same on Big Head, I mean he's in the room. He is in the room. Okay, I just, but, just to understand. Yeah, but 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 the book said to use the specter ray to hold right, the ghosts right. for the ritual. But if we attacked him where he was, he, he wouldn't would have be, to move. He wouldn't have to move. And Eric, what was the name of the spell? Is it Magic Circle Ma- or Protection? It's Magic Circle. Yeah. Okay. So I so, guess we do have to dispel it. Did the book say use the specter ray that is in the ritual chamber? Or did the book say use the specter ray in the ritual chamber? I think Greg has clarified the intention that the ghosts need to be in the ritual chamber. Okay. Yeah. He was So that's why we were asking about Big Head. So it said to use the specter ray to gather the fragments in to the uh, so the spectre ray will drag them with us. Huh? Okay. Oh, use the spectre ray to gather to, the fragments. To gather in them in. So we're thinking. Are you saying use gather as in to move them in, or to gather? Is them the objective when use the beam on them when they're in the ritual chamber, or just get them in the ritual From chamber? From reading like- the ritual, Drustin oh. knows that in order to reconstitute the fragments, uh, they need to be there present in the ritual in order to do that not okay. killing you at the time with yes. the beam on them. that's the uh the, the 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 ritual the magic of the ritual from drustin's reading of it since you did spend some time reading it doesn't seem to depend on anything other than the 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 fragments being present there you know and not trying to kill the ritual caster for example right you know, so we could also kill the ghost be there and bound uh 
Okay, but we should. That, we can use the specter ray to drag. Like we can use the we use the beam to collect the ghosts. I want to address what you just said, in, Kevin. Right. You said so we could yeah. kill them. The book doesn't say anything about that. That's your own guess. Right. Well, just clarify. We'll find out. Right, because if we're hard blocked on that, then our ectoplasm, uh, then we're gonna have to. Yeah, I mean, if, if we just want to get them in there, then the next thing would be to get rid of the circle because that's a, a blocker for both of the people we need. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I think everyone go in the room. Drewston. Yeah, so according to Sage advice, uh, unless the spell is concentration, um, you cannot just dismiss it. So a concentration spell you can. Magic circle is not concentration. So Drewston will say, uh, Wilvin, be ready for me to dispel some magic so you can see better. Is it? Well, if you dispel the circle but not the hunger of Hadar, it will still, I'll still be blind though, right? But you can theoretically drag the ghost with you. Okay. If it, okay. Maybe. But I can dismiss dispel either one. Alright. Um, oops. The the hunger of Hadar is concentration. Yes. Yeah. yeah so he can drop that at any time. Yep. Do we want to keep that up so, just until the bats? Do you want to? That, yeah, that's the goal. Get to get the bats. Right. Yeah. Should I move or do I wait well, to move? True. Well, you can't move because you've got this guy tethered. Yeah. yeah. That's unless that's you problem. just kill the tether and then move into the circle. We we try getting him again. So ready yeah. until Dresden goes. Justin can ready until the book bats take some damage from the hunger of Hadar. That's true. And then dispel, dispel the, the hunger of Hadar or the circle, either one. A beautiful yep. waterfall. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. I can ready my movement. So the- you can't ready movement, but you can ready and uh, using the device. You can uh, ready movement because you, you can, can ready, ready a, dash. a dash. That's true. So okay. what do you want to ready? Do you want to ready moving into the circle or do you want to ready using the device? Well, using the device. I mean, I can't use the device unless I drag the ghost. No, you can it. use it. What, okay, well, you, do we have a there, range on the device? There are two possibilities that they're discussing. One is you can shoot at the second ghost, which mm-hmm. I think is what just was what Kevin means by use the device. Mm. The other is to move into the circle, which would include pulling it and dragging it. Uh, yep. That's just part of the move. It'll be a so, challenge. You may not succeed. If you want to pull the ghost with you as your action, basically, I will dispel the magic circle. If you want to shoot at the other ghost, I will dispel the darkness. So when it's you up to you what you, you want to do. Just to clarify, the other ghost? You mean that ghost? Okay. Why did I no, no, the ghost? The, either ghost, actually. I would I, recommend... Uh, delay until after Q breaks concentration on the hunger of Hadar. Yeah, already mine for that. And then so, you can just shoot at the one who's stunned over true. here. So, Jusin says, Olvind, wait for me to dismiss, to dispel the magic circle. Uh, quell it. We need this darkness gone as soon as it's done its job. You can still hear so, the book bats fluttering yeah. around. Uh, quell it, it is kind of dark explosion says a moment more 
So, uh, oil vein. It's oil vein readying for the magic circle being dispelled. Uh, yes. I think the hunger of Hadar dropping makes more sense because. Well, no, I will prepare. Oh yeah, I guess you could do either way. I can't see the ghost until the darkness is gone. That's true, and I guess it doesn't matter because after that it'll be fine. And I've got a turn coming up. That's true. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah, so he's going to wait for the Hunger of Hadar before he uh his movement into the uh, ritual tra- chamber, and he's going to drag the ghost, this uh, the one that he's already holding. So you won't be able to do both of those. You're readying one action. Oh. I thought you just so readying for moving. You could ready to move it, oh, or oh, you could ready I'm to s- shoot I'm sorry. this guy. I-, I thought you said shoot at the guy and move. My mistake. Hmm. Did you just say move? I thought. Well, I was going to move and and drag the one that is yeah. already currently you, being. Yeah, that's yeah. part of your movement. Yeah. That, that's, so that, that's a move, which you can do. Okay. So move um, or attack. You just pick one. My personal recommendation this guy is currently stunned. So we have yeah, a good opportunity to hit him right now. Well, I guess. Well, he's technically. Is he gonna leave or that's i guess the question is if he's in danger of leaving or the big head unless you can read the mind of the ghost you do not know what it will do when it is i have very few key points left just talking mechanics i have very few key points left i'm not gonna be able to stun this guy a lot of more times so right now you have an opportunity to attack this guy with advantage you'll have a free line on him and he's already where he needs to be so getting that guy with the beam on him, great, because that won't do anything with the guy. It won't interfere with the other beam circle. Yeah, uh, no, I get you. Because, like, yeah, I didn't really think about Big Head. Attack. And once the darkness is gone, you can shoot that guy with no issues. This is basically so, just testing to make sure we need the beam and the location, right? Uh, no, we know we need the beam and the location, but he can move. He can talk about dragging this guy afterwards. We can hmm. get this guy shot, and now we have two beams. Because as I understand, this is going to be like a finger of five beams all coming from one gun, if I understand Greg's yeah, intention on this thing. The ritual is also not just something that you snap your fingers to do. Someone's got to get in there and start preparing it. Like, oh. the ritual is a whole process that you read in the book. So I can only We don't know anything about this ritual. Tell us about the ritual, Greg. The, the, the ritual uh, it requires you to prepare the area. You know, it's a ritual. It takes 10 minutes at, at the very least. Uh, so... Oh. You need to you need to contain ritual. the it's a fragments. literal ritual. Uh, it, gotcha. it is a it is a it is a whole process. There are multiple pages explaining the uh, the procedures that need to do here. This is not just some spell that you already have memorized. And the only feasible way we have to contain these ghosts in that room for ten minutes is probably having them in the beam in that room for ten minutes. That makes sense. Probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so, I'm going to use the, the beam on Big Head. No, no. After. So you, you have to ready. You got to delay. To move. Well, I mean, like, if I ready my movement, I can't actually do my action. I mean, that's what I mean. Re- ready to shoot the... shoot. Ready the, an attack, not a movement. Yeah. Can I shoot it from here? Yes. Okay. Yeah, once the darkness is gone. Because gotcha. right now you can't see anything. And you can't move in there. Because that gotcha. guy's stuck. Yeah. So you can't move right now until that circle's gone but the circle's not gone right now so you can ready for something so i'm suggesting ready an attack instead of a move all right got you yeah. i've seen the ad for this puzzle as an iphone game a lot 
where <laughs> you're trying to cut the string to get the knight out of the acid room. So <laughs> pull the stupid <laughs> pins. Pull, pull yeah. the pins. All right. Is that Oilbane's turn? That is sort of. Oil so is now tapped. Uh, now readying an attack, so once the hunger of Hadar goes yeah. away, I can use the beam. Attack on Big Head. Gotcha. Houston says, well, it, what level did you cast that magic circle? What level uh, spell is it? <laughs> five. Three. Houston will cast, and it doesn't need to be a spell that he sees. It just needs about to, to be ask. within range. 120 feet. He can He's going to cast energies. for the first time Dispel Magic. You've never done Dispel Magic? No, I've done Counterspell. I've never done Dispel Magic. I love so the first he... time you're ever using Dispel Magic is to dispel an ally's spell <laughs> mid-combat. Oh my god. It's he so great. takes out the, uh, the hourglass from Zulmar, and it starts turning over in his hands, and sand starts coming in. But within the hourglass, we see events as they occurred, but going backwards and rewind. And all around the room, wind starts whipping around. Some books like fly back up into their bookshelf, and just little things are reversing. Some of the flames kind of die away. Um, and if we could see it within the darkness, the magic circle is being unwritten and undone as if it had never been there. So casting at fifth level uh, allows a, me to dispel a fifth level spell. Oh, automatically, just like just like counterspell. Yeah, when you cast a spell, you spell slot of fourth level or higher. You automatically end the effect of a spell on the target if the spell's level is equal to or less than the level of the spell slot you use. Great. Bam! My first fifth level spell slot. Awesome. Wow. Thank God. Nice. Otherwise, we would have been here for like four hours. Oh wait, <laughs> no, that's not true. I've been using it for Wall of Stone this whole time. But anyways, boom, it's undone. Right. Uh, that is Justin. Uh, oh, and Justin's going to move back a bit to give Oil Vein some room. As Justin does this, Oil Vein can feel the pull on the uh, on the Specter Ray uh, get stronger as the ghosts uh, ghost is no longer bound by the magic circle. It's struggling against it. Intensifies. If I can make a suggestion, move yes. into the room instead of into the other room, Justin. So that you are bait for the Houston's other go. gonna go there. I'm not gonna take suggestions right now. Houston's going there. He'll do other stuff later. Houston's gonna go, or no, nope, I'm Houston done with is, my turn. Houston's already gone. Turn Q. over. Q, uh, oh, sorry, it's the book bats. We haven't resolved that. Oh, the book bats. The book bats. You hear them. They're they're like fluttering and flapping, and you can hear the the banging of the pages slamming shut. But it slows. It slows and slows and slows, and then you hear a thud, 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 as the five book bats just as the cold of the uh, of this otherworldly darkness sets in on on all of you here on Bear John Oil Vein as well. But these uh, but these barely alive books uh, don't have much energy to struggle against it, as you can hear them collapse to the ground and without a doubt you are sure that the book bats have fallen lifeless unanimated to the ground and in that moment Q is up in that moment Q 
is able to release concentration on his spell and the kind of sublimation coming off of his body, the incorporeal darkness kind of subsides, withdrawing back into him and the the kind of the the like I would say the uh, effervescent sphere of darkness that is the hunger of Hadar kind of withdraws once again to a point and disappears. Ah, uh, and he looks to see the state of his allies who were in that darkness for a brief time. I think Royal Bane has to take some damage at the end of his turn. Oh, look. Took a little uh, Yeah, at the end of his turn he does. He saves versus DC 16. Oh, yeah. Well, they needed to technically take that before his, yeah. So. At the end of my... What? You need to take. You need to do a save because you were at, you were still in within the hunger of hate. Roll dexterity at the, saving at the throw. End of your, at the quote unquote okay. end of your turn, but you're about to act after Titan. Are you rolling, roll? Kevin? The- Kevin, Wait, you need to you need turn? to roll that saving throw. Yeah, your turn that you had before when you were ready, that was technically the end of your turn. So that's when you take the We just remembered, yeah. End we forgot. This is okay. why we don't fuck with initiative. <laughs> yes. This is why 5th edition tried to save us from ourselves. Yeah. Wait, wait. Sorry, which saving card did you say it was? Dexterity. Dexterity. DC what? Uh, 16. And that's a... Could be. And plus five, 18. Do you have a plus five dexterity? No damage. It's not shabby at all. You might be proficient. Nice. Sweet. Uh, uh yeah. Okay, so to, so we got a bunch of things happening. That was actually supposed to happen earlier. Hunger of Hadar dropped. It's still Q's turn, but we have two actions that were readied for Hunger of Hadar dropping. Yep. Taita readied first, so I'm just going to do Titus thing real quick, Kevin, just so you know. Um, then you're all up. Right. Taita ready to uh, spell um, an artificial spell, just throwing a cantrip at the uh, wall of burning books. Um, uh, so uh, she's casting Ray of Frost before I describe it. Um, can I get uh, what I'm rolling, what my bonus and DC would be? Uh, I see, because you don't have uh, stats for her. Um... Let's just go with what's the um, what's the attack? What what you guys attack? Uh, spell attack bonuses of spellcasters. We just need a ballpark. Is it seven? Uh, yeah. Brixton is muted right now. He's talking about it. I have a plus nine because of the wand. So plus eight or plus nine at this level. Okay, uh, roll it at a plus eight. Okay. Um. Uh. I'll just roll it, and you can by or not yeah the, the the effectiveness i mean you'll hit the wall uh with the beam uh but let's see total of 19 total of 19 that's pretty good the or you can describe it as it hits Taita put, puts forward her fingertips and the syringes widen into air vents and you hear a like that and very suddenly like uh like a pressurized thing releasing where it gets really cold. It all of a sudden plugs up with ice. The ice grows, the pressure increases, and it fires the ice ball across the room into the bookshelf. 
as it smashes into the bookshelf, the ice smothers the fire, uh, putting it out. There's a little bits of points of smoldering on a couple of books that it didn't quite get. It looks like the fire will die out. There will be some damage, but the lion's share of it has been preserved as best it could. Awesome. That's it. Oil that was tight. Now, oil vein, you had a readied, uh, a readied attack, or a ready, a readied move. No, no, sorry, not move. Bad, 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 bad vocabulary. I meant, I meant a thing that you do. Ready blasto. <laughs> um, so. A readied specter ray. Got the specter ray ready. It's turning to aim it towards Big Head. Alrighty. He's stunned. stunned. So go ahead and roll with advantage on this then. Wait. And this is the dexterity um, uh, dexterity check. Oh, oh, there's a 2 and a 17. What a swing. Wow. Whoa. What was my regular dexterity? Yeah, plus, plus 3. Oof. So, yeah. That would definitely 30. hit. So, as oil vein pulls and it's hard to pull as he point turns it 90 degrees away as the beam now is you know arcing away from the direction you're pointing holding uh holding snarl ghost still as uh and, and that's actually the hardest part about aiming at this new one is with this like with this resistance pulling from the left it's like a string attached to it and someone yanking as hard as they can you're having to carefully aim and then pull the lever on an unfamiliar device all the cards are stacked against you but the aim is true as a second beam shoots out from the front of it and uh just barely streaks over 136 no 1369 is currently who's doing the splits right with an uppercut yeah. with a stunned <laughs> uppercut to the neck S- split down it goes right over 1369's shoulder and uh and strikes the big head ghost enveloping it in this uh swirling chaotic energy and and uh, while already stunned, it is now restrained as well inside this uh, inside this strange specter ray. So there's two beams now coming out of two beams. Yeah. I think we were to have all five. You would have like five beams coming out of one ray. Is wow. the idea if this was to work correctly? Mm. A hand. All right, so that's all I can do for my my ready. Yeah, because that was just your readied action. So you've you've done the action, and then and then it stops. But you've got two of them held now. Uh, oh, Berger, sweet Berger, Berger. Well, let me get this straight. So you've got this guy here, and this guy over here. Mm-hmm. And we have one more ghost over there. Yet. Over yonder. And then they all need to be in the room. Oh Pink, boy. Okay. Pink. Okay, I like that. Um, I don't know. How would you feel about me, like taking that machine thing you've gotten and using my turn to get the wide-eyed guy? Oh yeah. Over. Yeah. Like if like if Bear just steps up next to you here. That's not how you catch yeah. a ghost. <laughs> Oh, she's like. That's Dan's audition for playing Bear Jaw. I want. Nailed it. I want the charm. That looks like fun. Um, yeah, just kind of holds her hand out and just kind of like. He's. He's. uh, I mean, he's got. 
he's holding on to two goes. That might be too hard. I don't know, but. Sorry, uh, what was the question for the DM? Can she pass off the weapon? Oh, and yeah, yeah. Can that yeah, be handed sure. to me? Carefully. Okay, it's hard. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's it's like, as you're holding yeah, it. but It's like handing over a fishing line. But Bearjaw can just grab it and tell Oil Marlin. Van to let go. It is, it. Like, it is like handing someone a fishing line as the fish is struggling against it. I assume, <laughs> again, I've never been One fishing in my life. Having never no. fished. But I've, I've fished in a lot of different video games. I've been so doing aquarium. I feel like I'm, uh, I know okay. a lot. So if that's all right, uh, then I would like to see if I can I, if I can get this ghost here for you. Well, I Go for it. This is best to raise up the, uh, the specter ray towards Bear Jaw. All right, so she'll she'll take that and then she will attempt to zap the last ghost with the little lever. She's seen Oil Vane do it, and she's gonna be really careful not to break the lever off in the process because <laughs> she knows her her strength is sometimes a bit much. Um, what do what what kind of attack is this? Is this a you said it is a, a dexterity it's skill a dex. ability check. A dexterity with no proficiency bonus. Do we still have that portent? With no proficiency bonus. We have a, a twelve. Do we know so what we're trying to hit? Bonus is what you add to the roll. Okay, I don't think I have any little bonuses that can be added to this. Do, do we know what we need to hit? Yeah, what uh, do we need to hit? It's the AC. So it's uh. It's just the AC. It's fourteen. Fourteen. May want to oh. What's your dexterity? Do you want to use my? My dex. I have a plus 12? two. Sure. If you use my parts in 12, it'll work. And that, and Do you want to? Straight 14. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's cool. finish this off with your portent. Um, so, yeah. What does what does Tristan yell at Bearjaw? <laughs> I love the portent descriptions. Uh, <laughs> They're one of my so, highlights. Aim Tristan with and Bearjaw have been grown closer together. I, and, you know, talking about... Tats. Yeah, talking about reincarnation, this and that. Uh, and so one of the things that they've developed is Baritone knows Drusen will never hit things. You know, maybe he'll bat away a bat, book bat with his shovel, but that's about it. So instead, they've been planning on uh, kind of combinations where Drusen casts a spell or dismisses a spell and then Bearjaw goes for it and they have a code word that they use <laughs> for these moments and that code word <laughs> is what, Kaylin? Um, <laughs> it's Maybe it's a language Goliath? I was about to say no, it could be a, the dwarven word for, no, go ahead. No, it's um, it's a combin it's a combination. It's a it's dwarven and it's also Goliath. She's they've they've shared uh, language Goliath. across borders. So it's the dwarven word for honey, and the Goliath word for bunny. I love it. <laughs> so he said, translated into English, honey bunny, <laughs> and that is uh, without even having to look at where to go. Bearjaw no. knows that where she's aiming, what she's doing is the right thing to do, and the beam just goes right out. Yes! Zoom! <laughs> so awesome. She looks so cool doing it! So cool. Kind of like, uh, like the heavy in Team Fortress with the, <laughs> with the turret gun. Very much that effect. She holds it low. <laughs> the beam 
connects as a third arcing uh, uh, arcing beam of energy arcs through the air, twists and turns. Looks like it's just about to like it, it create an. Uh, I keep saying arc, but like I'm trying to describe that like. I know uh, the proton pack stuff. They're wiggly. Wiggly, right? It's I'm trying like to describe. Wiggly. It's, it's like motion. a wiggly beam. It's a wiggly beam. I can't Fastly. figure out a, a better way of describing what it looks I mean, like. It's wiggly. It's like a, it's like a wave. It's a wave. Like a, yeah, like a, like it shoots out like in a, a wave, wave pattern. And for a moment, it looks like the, the waving beam is about to go around it, but then it arcs back in just right as Bear Jaw's timing uh, was perfect. The power of the honey bunny. And uh, it connects to the wide-eyed wiggly ghost whose eyes go even wider as it becomes bound. <laughs> and Bearjaw is holding now all three of these ghosts connected to this thing and they are violently you know pulling against it but I mean it's Bearjaw holding it so uh, it's staying steady and in going hands. anywhere in fact Bearjaw uh, Bearjaw is likely more worried about the thing she's holding snapping yeah, from too the tight. pressure <laughs> than the, the line it's not gonna it's not gonna slip out of her hands no is your rod gonna break <laughs> the the beam smashes into two. Yeah. Who broke the beam? Huh? Oops! Uh, as these three uh, these three beams are all uh, all connected, wiggling, wavy, and wacky, waving, uh, inflatable, uh, or inflatable. Bearjaw probably has some movement. Actually, she could. Yeah, probably I can move. Start moving in the room. Is it like rough terrain? Do I am I slowed from this effect, or can I move? Uh, uh, it is a it is a challenge to pull them in is what it is. So it, would you call this an athletic challenge? Uh, it'll be it'll be athletics. This is this is strength. <laughs> is she gonna hmm. raise? If she succeeds, then she can move her movement. Uh, well, you can I move. Have... You can move half your movement if you succeed. You can, it's a, it's a similar to the dragging rules. I have sure advantage just by nature. Of... Always. Always. Oh, right. Dragging, dragging, pulling, right? Dragging you have. And pulling. Or, yeah. Even just on. You always have advantage on athletics. On athletics. So. Yeah. Sweet. That's nice awesome. to be level eight. Um, so I'll just roll with advantage and we'll see what we get here. Uh, okay, I got three and a one. Shit. Woo! Oh, Ouch. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, what'd you, you get? Cause it's going to be an opposed check. Oh God! Um, that's a with your uh, bonuses 11. sometimes. So it's still an that's eleven. An, that's an eleven. Oh my God! It's still the plus eight, but I don't know. Is it three opposed checks? Uh, I'm it, not. Uh, it? it would be, except she's not trying to pull. She's not trying to move big head in. So I'm not rolling for, oh, that's right. for that okay. one. Stopping. Uh, this is gonna be hard. Da, 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 no, fuck da, da, you! Da, oh. Fuck you, red die. Uh, that you're okay. You're okay. Yeah, as but Bearjaw, die, you suck. <laughs> as Bearjaw pulls and pulls, it's the uh, the it's snarl ghost. The snarl ghost starts uh, starts moving with it as she she's able to sort of yank it as she uh, as she starts to move, pulling the uh, pulling the beam. Snarl ghost starts floating through the air, but it's the wide-eyed wiggly ghost whose wiggly body it reaches oh. out for the wall in the oh, same wiggly. tethers that you had seen. Snarl Ghost used earlier when Q had convinced it 
it to uh, stop attacking. It reaches out its hand, and you see two little sticky, uh, uh, sticky beam—not beams, but sticky like lines of ectoplasm <laughs> shoot out and grab and and grab the wall as it then pulls. And Bear Jaws not able to pull against it at first, and one of the things slips yeah, off of the wall, and only one machine. is left. I'm being as too she careful. Tries to uh, move, but is unable to. So I don't move at all. Is is the yes? Result. That is the end result of okay. that. Nothing happens. <laughs> Next up is and wild ghost is now held, right? Yes, all three ghosts. Yeah, are they're out. all they're all so, snapped yeah, up. Yeah, on the initiative. I know Gregor was also changing their footies. Um, so it is now the ghosts. Damn. So. The three ghosts bound by the specter ray, all evidence pointing to this, these being the th- only three alive, so to speak, ghosts in the, uh, in the tower as uh, you know that you need to pull them into this ritual chamber and then ready, uh, ready and perform the ritual while holding them steady. It will take the combined efforts of the facets of fates and friends uh to pull this off will they do it will the ghosts escape will they kill more ghosts before attempting the reconstitution what will happen to humphrey dumphrey with two of the five ghosts slain we'll find out next week on thursday nights oh it's not What'd you say, Dan? <laughs> it's not the top that- of the initiative. Taita goes before the end of the round. Yeah, but because the ghosts are going next. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Taita was just going to run in and start the ritual. Also, <laughs> was, I, was I not paying attention? Uh, we didn't do my, like, Q's actual turn because of all the back and forth, right? <gasps> You're right. Uh, <laughs> Dan's the initiative person, so I think we can all agree that we can singularly Sorry, blame him. Sorry, Q. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> it was. Yeah, you're right. Uh, all yeah, the- yeah, Q. It's all good. We're, we're uh, actually. Yeah. I, I was I was hoping to just roll his turn more into the ritual thing. We'll see how that works. That we'll just call it. Well, that. We can get into the ritual next week. We're gonna I'm gonna change the structure of the scenario to be a bit a bit more skill challenging um, instead yeah. of instead of combat turns. Yeah, anyway. we'll do. I think it'll we'll make, do that. Make it a little bit better. Uh, yeah. So we'll continue next week, obviously. And awesome. thanks for playing. Yeah, it was a good time.